Greetings and salutations, AV Insiders of the world. I am Johnny Moto, your host of the show. If you've never heard of the show and you just kind of happenly random, uh, randomly landed on the show, thanks. Um, the the show is one episode one twenty one. We're we're talking today with a special guest, um, Mark Lockman, who is the regional sales manager of odyssey which is a, a wireless audio or sorry wireless lighting control company of ideal now i said it kind of backwards and and not in the the correct proper uh pronunciations and such so what i'm going to ask is mark first of all hi welcome hey hi johnny thank you <laughs> i'm glad you're here man i'm glad you made it i'm glad i made it it's been a it's been a long day and i want to learn more about odyssey but before we talk about ideal and odyssey I, as I do with all my guests, I'd love to learn more about you, the guest, because the show is not about me. It's about you and the company. So if you, if you wouldn't mind, could you give me a little, a little overview of your, uh, your past in the industry? Because maybe this is your first job. I don't know. Maybe this is your first uh, tech uh, company and, and job. Whatever the answer is, I'd love to hear a little bit about your story. Sure, absolutely. So uh, it's not my first job. Um, I've actually uh, I've been in the industry since uh, 1990, so it's been a long time. But um, I actually first got in this industry uh, working for what we called advanced controls back then, uh, which was simply uh, light switches that timed out through a lighting panel and were set on schedules. It gave buildings the uh, ability to sweep systems and um, uh, override systems at night and then sweep them again throughout the evening until tenants arrive in the morning. Um, and I did that for a number of years in the Bay Area, um, actually a native Californian. And, um, and from there is kind of where I got hooked into the electrical business. And, um, and it's taken me through several different companies in the controls industry, um, some competitors, competitors now, obviously. Um, and really, it's just been an evolution of, of controls becoming a major part of what we do every day in the construction business. Okay. And um, it's led me, uh, led me uh, four years ago, had an opportunity with Ideal and Odyssey to basically start up this company with them. And, um, and we're coming into our fourth year uh, right now in 2018. Um, and we continue to grow and um, take on the market. Okay. So, that brings us to Odyssey today, right? You being the regional, and you've been here since day one of Odyssey's inception from mm -hmm. Ideal, correct? That's correct. Okay. So really quick, before we describe what Odyssey is and what they have to offer for the electrical and lighting control industry, uh, why don't you give the listeners a, a quick overview of who Ideal is? Uh, it may not be apparent to everyone listening. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, for those that don't know, Ideal is the parent company. Ideal Industries is the parent company of Odyssey Wireless. Odyssey Wireless runs as a separate business unit, um, running its own profit and losses. But Ideal Industries uh, in the electrical trades has been around for 101 years. So That's we're it. a family-owned company. I'm just kidding. Just, just 101 years. So <laughs> we've been doing this for a little while. So if, if if your listeners are in the electrical trade, they probably have touched an ideal product and purchased an ideal product and hopefully enjoy using the ideal products. Um, 
But again, we've been in uh, business for 101 years. We're a family-owned business. Um, we've actually uh, transitioned into our fourth generation of ownership, um, and we continue to grow as a company um, through different uh, strategic acquisitions, um, such as Odyssey um, and other other ventures that are related to the, the electrical business or some that are outside the electrical business. Um, and it creates a lot of diversity. Um, all of our products are American made and we're really proud of that fact. Um, and we continue to grow as a, as a company, um, very profitable. And um, we continue to hire many, many employees around the country and around the world. And we, our goal is to, to be a leader in everything we do. So in a nutshell, that's, that's who we are. Okay, now, after 101 years, or actually, let's talk, think about that, 101, 90, uh, 97 years of being in business, Ideal came up with the company Odyssey, where you are currently today. Odyssey is a wireless lighting control system via Ideal Industries. So for the last four years, right. Odyssey's been deployed in a, a, number, or a good amount of, of venues and spaces and different applications. But we should really talk about what exactly Odyssey is aside just a wireless line control. Um, I mean, that, that in itself is the, a generic description of what Odyssey is, right? So um, would you say that Odyssey is more of a commercial focused lighting control system? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we built the, flat, the platform of Odyssey uh, to cater to the commercial market space. Um, and when I say commercial, that really is uh, everything other than um, a home. So we are we are we are focused on the commercial markets, whether it's a hospital, a school, a commercial building, uh, a ballpark, um, industrial uh, manufacturing, like retail. Yeah, industrial manufacturing, cold storage, um, anywhere you need lighting control in a commercial environment, industrial environment, uh, entertainment venue. Uh, okay. We can provide a solution. Basically, everywhere outside of your home, not intended for residential use, correct? Correct. Well, you could if you really wanted to. It's just not really where we're trying to find our business. Okay. So you could, but that's not really the focus. Exactly. Okay. So basically, it could be it's not the focus. However, if you really wanted to, yeah, I'm sure we could find a fit for 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 uh, Odyssey in your home. I'm not going to turn you away if you call me. <laughs> right, exactly. So especially with the, the advent uh, or just the, the um, increased awareness and use of LED technologies, it really does allow us to, to do a lot of things in a lot of places. Okay. So now let's really define exactly what, uh, what Odyssey is, right? So it is purely a wireless control system, right? None of this is wired other than obviously the drivers and such, but it's a wireless communication line and control system, correct? That's correct. Yeah, it's completely wireless. Um, all the, uh, our, what we call our luminaire controllers, the devices that actually wire in series with the fixtures. Um, okay. They, they hardwire to a driver and they communicate wirelessly back to a central gateway in the space. Okay. And then, all of our devices, uh, in addition to the luminaire controllers, so uh, occupancy sensors, daylight harvesting sensors, wall switches, partition sensors, um, everything like that, also communicates wirelessly to other devices or to the gateway in that space. When um, you 
when you say that they're communicating wirelessly, what protocol are they using to communicate to each other? In, in other words, um, what frequency are you broadcasting on? Yeah, so our system, um, uh, obviously there's a lot of different systems out there on different uh, frequencies. Um, yeah, I want to make uh, sure we, that you know, we're not you know, bogging up the highways, if you will. Right, so we, we chose to build our system on the 900 megahertz frequency. Okay. Um, so we have a proprietary system built on that, uh, on that 900 megahertz. And the reason we did that um, really is because of the reliability uh, and the strength of the communication signal. Um, uh, in addition, uh, it, it allows us to push a lot of distance, um, go through multiple floors, um, metal, cement, things of that nature. Uh, and really gives us a, a reliable bandwidth. Not to mention, um, it's a it's a relatively quiet bandwidth to be on. It's not like a uh, a Wi-Fi or a Zigbee or a Bluetooth that has a lot of traffic in a in a space um, where things can get uh, messages may not be received or things can get jammed up. Okay, so, that's important um, to note. Uh, yeah. Now, so I I don't want to call you guys another wireless lighting control system, but in the last several years that that kind of seems to be the trend, at least what I see in terms of lighting control. Um, people I think are really, really liking the idea of wireless and to, to that, I would say, I'm like, Oh, but wired is so much better. It's more reliable. And then the response is, well, I don't want more copper, you know, it copper costs money, etc. labor. So here's wireless. Right. And so, you know, here's another, you know, here's Odyssey, a wireless lighting controlled company. That being said, right. Odyssey has done some really, really impressive projects um, out there, right? It's They're not just like, yeah, we made a, a wireless lighting control system. You know, it'd be great if you use this. No, 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 no. You guys are out there in a lot of really large spaces. And if you go to, to if you go to the website, you can, you can learn more about that. It's odysseywireless.com, A-U-D-A-C-Y, wireless.com. There's a lot of stuff there. So that, I think that was, for me, one of the bigger draws is when I saw some of uh, the applications where you were deployed and some of the spaces, I was impressed. I'm like, oh, wow. Because I'm just now learning about your company as of uh, 2017. And right. and that's where I was like, oh, look at this. Look at these guys. You know, they're they're really out there. Um, whereas a lot of, I think some of the other kind of like startups, if you will, are, are like really trying to get in, in their foot in the door, you know, trying to compete against the, the major players out there. Whereas you guys in, in four years, uh, guys and girls have, have been in a, some pretty cool, unique applications. And so that's where I think I saw some of the draw for me is like, wow, these guys, you know, people are using them. Um, and some big spaces too. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's something that we, um, we like, we do like to talk about that because it is important. Every, every manufacturer has their, their highlighted jobs. Um, but we have, in a short time, have uh, been able to put ourselves in some very visible places, such as Wrigley Field, um, Mile High Stadium in Denver, Petco Park in San Jose, or excuse me, San Diego. Um, and uh, uh, we also have some, some high-level projects um, at uh, San Francisco Airport, um, Wellesley College on the East Coast, uh, some engineering firms. So, you know, of course, that's mixed in with hundreds of other uh, medium, small, large jobs. But we highlight those because um, while it wasn't our intention necessarily to be focused on, a, say, a stadium, perhaps, 
but it shows the, uh, diver the uh, flexibility um, of our system that we're able to uh, control a lot of different uh, lighting loads and scenes and, um, and provide a huge cost savings um, and, a, and a great user interface. I think it's important to, to mention on a wireless topic that the, the, greatest, the great thing about our system is not only is it wireless, but it's a cloud-based system. So because of that, anywhere you have an internet connection, you can log on to a PC, you can log on to an iPhone, an Android, an iPad, a tablet, and you can access your facility and make changes to the, uh, to the system. You can turn lights on and off, you can set a schedule, you can remotely grant permission to a user um, or somebody who's uh, uh, on the facilities team or on the electrical team or just an employee in the, in the company give them uh, use of a specific area for a, whatever predetermined amount of time that might be. So, so that's the big picture on the wireless. It's not just wireless within the building. It's a cloud-based system, so it is wireless um, you know, on a global level. And I think it's funny that you mentioned that. You know, there are a lot of people that, you know, they, oh, we gotta have a wired system. It's more reliable, like you said. It's like, well, we don't have wires hanging off of our cell phones. So, there's a lot of reliability in the technology these days, and uh, right. you know it's a it's a groundswell over the course of you know ten or fifteen years that you know we've moved away from the hard landlines to to cellular phones and and things like that, and and that's what the industry is doing with wireless. It's a it's an adoption process, just like going from incandescent to fluorescent to LED. Um, it's a it's a process, and there's early adopters, and then there's people that come on later on, so. We feel like we kind of elevated the game by coming out with this kind of a wireless system that is cloud-based, and yet it's an easy system to install, um, and it really allows you to, uh, you know, very simply and automatically deliver uh, the right amount of light in the right space at the right time with just the right amount of energy, basically. Um, and that's the other part of it, too. It's a huge saving. So the cost savings with lighting controls because of the energy you can save. But as you were saying, you know, you don't want to spend all the money on the copper and the pipe and the labor. There's a huge labor uh, and material savings by installing a wireless system up to 60% uh, savings, quite frankly. Um, so, and, and the time part of it. So it allows the electrician to get on the job, program the system, um, and then get off the job and move on to the next one and, and be a lot more profitable. So we're trying to add value. Uh, we're not trying to take anything away from our, our industry partners by not buying more components. We're really just trying to be more efficient in our processes like we do every day. So not only is it a wireless system that's cloud-based that you can remotely access basically as long as you have an internet connection from your wireless phone, tablet, PC, whichever, it is a labor-saving system in that we've eliminated the need for the old-style hardwired uh, keypads and controllers because that, like you said, you know, can be up to, you know, eh, roughly 60% of the job right there is labor. Labor isn't cheap. And by eliminating that extra labor, that is, I would say, definitely an added value on any job that you bid uh, Odyssey on because you've now eliminated a good portion of what the actual work would be because there's no need to run the wires. So that labor is now gone. Exactly, and uh, and when the when the contractors realize uh, that there really is a true savings there, um, and they can be more efficient on a job and in a bid process, uh, this is a game changer for them. If they're 
if they're bidding a wireless system, uh, particularly ours, hopefully, uh, versus a wired system, um, they could be at a, 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 a very strong advantage to win that job. And I think the important thing to really realize, too, there's two things, if I might add. Um, the other thing about our system is all of our devices um, outside of our luminaire controllers, so our wall switches and our uh, passive infrared occupancy sensors and our daylight sensors and our partition sensors. Um, these are all battery powered devices. And um, what we've been able to do is uh, solder a, a uh, AA battery inside of these uh, wireless devices. Um, and they actually have a 25 year battery life. What? So once you put a, a device and start it up and put it in a space, it's virtually maintenance free. Uh, for the time that that, that building is going to be in operation. What are you um, trying so, to do, putting a 25-year battery inside of a device? Don't you want repeat business, and don't you want your customers to be frustrated that they put something up and the battery died a week later? Don't you want that repeat business? Or would you prefer do, a, a very satisfied customer from the get-go? Exactly. So, yeah, we don't, we don't want to get a phone call that somebody has to climb up on a, a ladder or rent a scissors lift because the battery went out in five years. Um, and so that's why we looked at that. And we, we did a lot of research uh, in the industry before we went to market to really determine um, how important that was. It was. Across the board, it was a very important thing uh, from the engineering community to the architectural community, to the facilities community, um, to the end users uh, community, really. Yeah. The last thing, uh, nobody wants to have a bad experience. You know, when you buy something new or you put something new in, you want it to work. And I think that's the, the, the biggest thing we take away on a lot of projects with the customer and with the contractors that this stuff just simply works. You know, you, you start it up and you, you, turn, you turn the key and it fires up and it just runs. So when you can do that and you can repeat that process over and over again, you have success and you put yourself in places like Wrigley Field and Mile High Stadium and you can speak to those um, successes and those projects um, with a lot of confidence. And uh, I think that's what we've done. Um, I should also add too, for those that are uh, uh, in the know, um, we are also um, have our certification from the uh, Design Lights Consortium, um, which is a certification that was typically geared towards uh, fixture manufacturers, but in yeah. the past couple of years, they opened that up to the controls world. And so we are a certified system uh, by the DLC, which uh, does two things. Um, it helps us out on specifications. Um, it also actually does three things. Um, it extended our warranty, because our warranty is now a five-year limited warranty because of the DLC certification. But it also, um, it helps on design specifications where that might be a requirement. Uh, it also helps with uh, rebates in certain parts of the country uh, where you get a higher rebate on a control system uh, because it is DLC certified. So um, we're really, we're really pleased with that. Um, along those lines, our battery powered devices, since there's a 25 year battery warranty, if the battery does for some reason, which we really haven't had any failures in the field, we're just going to replace the whole unit. So you don't have to worry about trying to take a battery out of the, out of the device. We'll just ship you a new one. Um, Let me ask you about that really quick. Sorry to, to sure. stop you there, but just about the battery. You said it's soldered in your sensors. Is that correct? Yes, it's it's, it's soldered, so it's um, it's not a it's not a removable battery. So okay. It's soldered to the board. 
Got it. So that, like you said, you know, if it fails within that 25 years, you'll get a new sensor. Yeah. And if, it, and, 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 you know, a lot of people ask, well, what if this happens? And what if that happens? It's wireless. Well, if a device loses connection with the gateway, we have a central gateway that controls our system locally, it'll send an email to the, facil the facilities director of that, that property, um, or it'll send it to uh, whoever's on the system who's assigned as the user. If a battery's going dead and you get a low battery, it'll send a low battery warning via email to that person as well. So there's triggers that allow you to maintain the system and understand what's going on. And sometimes it could just simply have lost connection. Maybe it's not a dead battery. Maybe a device isn't actually malfunctioning. It just lost connection for some reason. And you simply have to either scan or type in the serial number again to the system and reassociate it. So um, very easy to troubleshoot. And because it is a cloud-based system, um, Odyssey actually hosts the cloud. So we can see the system remotely as well. And when you can troubleshoot a system remotely, uh, you can take away a lot of pain points from the electrical contractor that installed the system, but more importantly, the end user who's living with the system on a day-to-day -day basis. And say, hey, this, this light's flickering or it's turning on and off or this room's doing something it shouldn't do. We can take a look at the system um, and make corrections to it as necessary. Um, and that's just part of our, uh, the service that we provide. Yeah, you're, you're providing a lot of services. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a sensor that'll send you an email when it's when it the battery's dying or sensors that are stopped communicating with your gateway you get an email yeah are, are you just trying to prevent unhappy customers I mean that's a dumb question but I mean like all, all these really cool friendly thoughtful reminders as something's happening or it's about to happen really really prevents truck rolls especially with being cloud-based you can remotely monitor oh yeah you know your daylight sensor your daylight harvesting sensor is, you know, is stopped communicating. Oh, it looks like it stopped communicating because the battery died. Yeah, yeah, we'll get you a new sensor, no worries. But that just saved me a guy or two, depending on the size of the, the project, uh, a truck roll to wherever this may be, typically not local. <laughs> Usually they're far drives, and then you have to go there and figure out what's going on. And then you have to go around and try and figure and troubleshoot. No, 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 no. I just got an email that told me all that stuff. I'll fix it on Monday. You know, the, the new sensor's coming out. I'll get you a new one. I'll fix it. Don't worry about it. That just saved me a whole lot of time. And everyone listening that's using Odyssey, and if you're not, you should definitely consider uh, saving about 60% on your jobs. Odyssey Wireless is, a, I think, a good new solution in the last four years. If you haven't heard of them, you are now, and you should definitely consider them. Let's go talk a little bit more about the sensors. Um, being that they're wireless, and then we talk about communication in your in your gateway, right? So you have your gateway that everything goes back to. What's the range on the gateway? What's its distance that it's outputting? Right, so that's always a, a great question that comes up, and um, uh, it's something that we we put a lot of thought into as well. So uh, for the Aussie system to work, um, we have a gateway that sits locally in the space, and the gateway's uh, it's a low voltage device that uh, has a transformer. It's powered by one ten. Plug it into an outlet. It's actually a plenum rated device, so this gateway can be installed pretty much anywhere. It can be in an office, it can be in an IT room, an electrical room, um, or up in the plenum space in the ceiling, which we do on a number of occasions, obviously. Um, that gateway has a dedicated Ethernet drop to it, which allows us to communicate to the cloud. And then there's some IT things that take place, uh, which I won't bore you with, but um, we don't need to go that far under the hood. But 
Uh, it basically allows us to communicate uh, through the firewall and to the cloud that we host, as I mentioned earlier. Um, that gateway puts out a broadband signal in basically a 300-foot radius or a sphere, if you will. Um, and again, it can push through multiple floors. It can push around corners, a very robust signal. Um, and that allows our devices to communicate back to the gateway wherever they are. Um, one of the highlights of our system, um, and again, cost savings, material savings, time saving, all of our luminaire controllers that we install in the space um, through the software, they have the ability to be turned on as a repeater function. So let's say, for example, you had 25 luminaire controllers in a space, and you have a gateway, and you have your sensors and your switches, and everybody's talking together. Well, maybe you're 250 feet or so, or maybe you're on a different floor and you just want to make sure that you're getting the best possible signal. You simply go into the software and you have all your devices laid out on your reflective ceiling plan, hopefully, and you turn on a repeater function. Well, now you've just added another 300 foot radius of communication. And so you can continue to do that uh, up to about 1,800 feet. Okay, hold on. So Tim. you can imagine. Hold on. So. Is it 300 foot diameter or 300 foot radius? It's a radius. So it's like a, a sphere. So it's going up, down, left, right, north, south, north, south, east, west. Okay. So then really then the diameter is 600 feet? Well. Because radius is half your diameter, right? Yeah. So it's, it's a 300 foot. Circle. Circumference. Let's say that. Okay. Okay. Then 100 foot, 150 foot radius. And then any, any luminaire controller has this ability to become an active repeater? That's, that's correct. Again, with the, the thoughtful process and not having to buy another device. I feel like you're really trying to take a chunk out of the market by thinking all these things that other people aren't doing. We're just a really well-functioning family. <laughs> not that I'm opposed to this. When you said that, you know, I can just go in the software and then you're now a repeater, my mind was like, really? Why doesn't everyone do this? Why do I have to buy another repeater? Okay, so let's talk about that. So we have, basically, it's not necessarily a limitation of repeaters, right? It's more of a distance up to a certain distance, correct, from the main gateway? Yeah, we, we want to be, you know, we're, we're uh, by nature a conservative company and that, you know, uh, and when I say that, I mean, we don't want to overstate our capabilities. We're, we, we built a very solid system and, um, you know, when our engineers test stuff, we want to be, you know, well within our, our, our means of our system. So um, we can probably push further distances, but we want to be conservative with that. Sure. And, um, and, and really, if you're going that far away, you're going to probably end up being in a different building, at which point you're probably going to add a gateway anyways uh, to, to design the system properly. Mm -hmm. So, but if you, but if you are pushing through four floors or let's say you're going, you're in a, a good example is, is Petco park uh, and Wrigley field. We're in the bottom of these buildings. We're in the basements. There's a lot of cement, a lot of rebar, a lot of communication going on. And the repeater function just um, gives them so much flexibility in design because you don't have to worry about where the gateway is necessarily. You just map it out accordingly based on where the luminaire controller is on. And again, it's, it is, it's a, it's a huge cost savings and, a, and, and, a, and time saving as well. So, um, that's, that, that was the thought process was, you know, um, 
you know, our, our tagline originally was inspired by simple. And it, it is somewhat mind blowing, but it's like, wow, that is just such a simple way to do it. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? And so, yeah, exactly. uh, and when the contractors see it and the uh, facilities people see it, they're like, this makes so much sense. We don't have to worry about home running wires back to a central panel. Um, and oh, gee, the center's in the wrong place. Well, now what do we do? Now we got to run low voltage cable or, or ethernet cable and terminate that uh, in the field on a ladder in a dark space. And that's a lot of work and a lot of time as opposed to, I don't like where this daylight sensor is. It's not getting the right reading, um, uh, the foot candle. So let's move that sensor two feet uh, back or forward or left or right. Well, it's a battery operated device. You take it out of the ceiling, and you move it and you put it back in the ceiling. Or you simply remove the ceiling tile and replace it with a different ceiling tile and swap them. And you've accomplished your goal in a matter of minutes as opposed to hours. Okay, so now let's talk a little bit about your, let's talk about the, the luminaire controllers, right? What load types do you currently handle and what are you working on? Because I don't believe there, I think, you know, I've worked on a few projects with you currently on the stuff and there, I think there are some stuff that, uh, that obviously isn't quite doing yet, but it is on the roadmap. So what, what can you currently handle on uh, dimming and, and switching, I suppose? So actually um, from, a, from a fixture standpoint and controlling different loads, we're actually in a really good place. Um, so when we first, Started this venture, we had uh, the ability to um, dim and switch uh, zero to ten volt LED fluorescent loads. Um, our luminaire controllers have, you know, obviously zero to ten volt capabilities, so we can do dimming. But if you just want to use it as a switching device, because there's a relay, um, then you can do that. It just happens to be a wireless relay. Um, as that has evolved, and as we've uh, tried to grow our market, um, one of the exciting things we came out with uh, probably about a year and a half ago. Um, was our line voltage luminaire controller. Um, and, um, you know, if, if your listeners want to, again, take a look at our website, there's, there's some different configurations. Our 0 to 10 volt luminaire controllers, we have two styles. Um, these are 5 amp rated devices, um, both 120 and 277. But we have an internal mounted device that can actually go in the fixture space. Um, it looks kind of like a little mini driver, basically. Um, and, um, it's a plenum, not excuse me, um, it's not a plenary device. It's actually a UL retrofit kit device, so it technically won't void somebody's fixture warranty. Mm. Now, the other one that's a plenum device is actually an external mounted device that's also plenum rated, and it simply goes on the outside of a fixture. So, if you have a recessed can or a pendant fixture, perhaps, or a high bay application where they don't want to run new wiring, uh, run zero to ten volt, they can take one of our five amp external controllers put it on the junction box on the high bay, scan the device and hang it up, and, and they're off to the races. It's really that simple. Um, but as I was saying, we also have an external mount device that also can do, um, depending on how you buy it, there's different configurations. We can actually do line dimming. So we can dim incandescent bulbs. Um, we can do electronic low voltage. Uh, we can do magnetic low voltage. So we basically do phase dimming. Um, so it allows us to, to work in spaces such as restaurants, um, museums, um, a lot of retail environments, uh, because not everything is LED and fluorescent in our world. There's still 
And the, the reality is there's a lot of non-zero 10 volt LED uh, luminaires out there right. um, that require a different kind of device to dim it properly. Um, and so we, we feel that we've really hit a, a sweet spot with that device. And then the most recent one that came out that's also really exciting, um, we took it to the next level. Um, and part of this is because the industry has it and, and we needed it. Uh, we created a 20 amp device that's also for zero 10 volt dimming and switching. Um, but not only is it rated for 20 amps, it's also IP65 rated. Oh, so cool. now we can now we can go play outside and we can hang out in parking garages and we can be in cold storage facilities or, or you know, light wash down areas. Um, and that helps check, check a box as well. So, so with that family of Luminaire controllers, we really can wrap ourselves around the project, um, give the most efficient uh, solution to the end user and to the contractor, and, and really not have to rely on anybody else to complete a system. What, what about interfacing with other control systems? Do you have the ability to do that? Um, at this time, we don't, um, and okay. it's not because we don't want to play in the sandbox with anybody. Um, most systems out there are proprietary. Um, they work within their own parameters. Uh, they have yeah. a lot of systems are, are written off programs or code. Um, it just happens to be the way we are. Um, uh, that may change in the future, but it's yeah. not something that we're too concerned about. We do have the ability, I should mention, it's a, it's a big part of what we do, is that gateway that gets installed in that space. Um, so in essence, we do interface. Uh, we can also communicate to a building management system. And okay. we can do that on, on all the different uh, building platforms, uh, BACnet, BACnet IP, uh, Modbus, Lawnworks, Metasys, SMTP. So we have all the different protocols. And that basically, that could be as simple as just our system telling the, the building management system, hey, the lights are off, nobody's in the room, you guys go ahead and turn the air off. Um, or we can allow that building management system to take control over our system through the talking points and, and they can do, uh, they can turn lights on and off. They can set scenes, they can dim lights. Uh, they can basically be the head end of the system, um, through those, uh, building management system, uh, protocols. What if I wanted to take your system and, you know, doing all the load types you can currently handle, what if I wanted um, to do like color change and I needed to have like a, a DMX control or something like that? So that's, uh, that is part of our roadmap where we are working on uh, a DMX interface. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a device for that at this time, but it is, it is on our roadmap. Um, we can do, uh, you know, one of the big things out there now is, is, is white tuning, a color tuning. Of, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Tunable white. Um, right, tunable white. So, um, again, uh, we can do that, um, and I think a lot of companies do this right now, but it's just the way we can do it. Right now, we have to use two luminaire controllers to accomplish that, so two per fixture. Uh, so we can do the tuning on one side and the dimming on the other side. Okay. Um, but, but the DMX is definitely on the roadmap. Um, and I, I can't share all the details of our roadmap. That's okay. Uh, it's super secret. Um, <laughs> but, uh, 
you'll be the first to know when it comes out. Sweet. Uh, so there's a lot of things on our roadmap um, that we are looking forward to. Um, and so, uh, so we just, we, we continue to, we continue to um, add resources and develop the, pro develop the product. Um, and every time we go to a, a, a lunch and learn training or every time we do a large trade show like uh, Light Fair, um, we learn a lot from our customers. And I think that's the biggest thing that we take away. As a, as a family-owned company, um, we are very nimble in what we do. And we're able to say, hey, look, this is a, an important piece of the puzzle for our system. We really need to put some resources towards developing um, X type of product. And we'll determine that there's a value to that and, and there's a demand for that and a need. And, um, and then we'll make it. And that's kind of how we built Odyssey, you know, you know, four, five, six years ago. So it's really been an evolution, but it's been a very fast evolution if you look at um, the industry as a whole and what our competition has done over the years. So, um, and that's, that builds a lot of confidence with our customers because they know that, you know, that they say, hey, what if you guys did this? And it's like, yeah, you know what? We're already working on that. That's a great idea. So that's, that's the exciting part about uh, being at Odyssey. So the la last thing I want to touch on is the interfaces, right? And to my knowledge, there are two styles, right? You have your wall wall controllers, and then you have your uh, – it's not really an app, right? It's, is it? it? It's a, your digital interface, right, via like a, a smartphone or a tablet. So is that is, right. is that an a actual app, or am I just dialing into the system remotely? No, uh, well, there's, so there's two ways to do that. So you can download the app from the App Store. Um, and it actually is the, you go on to um, iTunes. The Android app is coming soon. But if you have an iPhone, you can download it from the, uh, I, the uh, iTunes, um, or excuse me, the App Store. And it, it operates just like a normal app. Um, but the nice thing is you can also log in um, through a phone or a PC through a web browser and log in with the user ID and password. And you can access the system that way as well. And, and the, the cool thing is that we, the way we built the system, whether you're on a PC, on an Android, on a tablet, um, the, the user interface is identical. Um, it's, it's, it's all similar across the platforms. Um, we, wanted, we wanted to keep that user experience consistent. So if somebody doesn't have, let's say, well, we don't want to do it on an app because it's harder to manipulate on a PC. You don't have to. It's just as easy on either one. Um, uh, and, and when I mentioned the, the logging in and passwords, um, we are very careful about the security of our system as well. Um, obviously, you have a gateway in a space with an Ethernet drop and a, a port out through a firewall. Um, our system is uh, encrypted and scrambled and password protected on many different layers and levels um, for the security of the, the end user. So, um, again, we have access, but we only usually access it by permission. Um, and we also offer a system as well that can sit behind a customer's firewall, which is more of an enterprise system. And then the only way that anybody can get into the system is really just to, to VPN into the system um, remotely with permission from the IT department. So, um, but yeah, so back to your point, um, user interface off of the phone, you can, your phone actually becomes a scanning device as well. So when you're out in the field and you're installing devices, each device has its own unique barcode, and you simply uh, go into um, uh, the settings in the mobile app, and it activates your camera, and your phone now becomes 
a scanning device, much like a QR device, but it's actually a scanner. It's a little red box. You center it over the barcode, it flashes, and it basically drops that barcode, that serial number, uh, into the gateway. And then you just start associating uh, devices into each room and you save it and you move on to the next room. And it's really just about pointing and clicking and saving. There's no, there's no special code to be written. There's no programs to be downloaded of that nature. Um, again, very user-friendly. The contractors love it when they can start up their own systems and we yes. encourage them to do that. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it's all about simplicity and ease of use. So on the wall controller side of things, uh, to my knowledge, they only come in white, correct? That is incorrect. That is incorrect. You uh, have now, that is one strike. You have two left. <laughs> okay. Cap so cap. what are my options for colors for wall controllers? Um, basically, uh, we can customize to almost any color at this point. Okay. Um, there's, a, there's a nominal fee for that to set up for the uh, color specific. But along with that, we also will do, you know, kind of a custom, I don't want to call it an engraving because you're not actually engraving into our wall switches, but a custom overlay. So for a scene switch, for example, our scene switches have um, up to four scenes on them. Okay. So it's basically a, a, a top button, a bottom button, a left button, and a right button. Um, and as you buy it out of the box, it says scene one, scene two, scene three, scene four. We can customize those um, as long as you're not putting, you know, a really large word on there. Um, <laughs> but we could basically say, you know, presentation mode or present mode. Um, we can say 50%, 75%, um, nap time, whatever, whatever the option. Maybe it's a classroom and they want to have a, a nap time button. They can do yeah. that. So, so we, we can customize all that and really, you know, uh, you know, we've done, I know the, the most recent project we did, uh, I think we did some uh, gray covers on the uh, switches. So, so we do have the ability to do that. Um, again, there's a nominal fee to do that, but um, it, 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 it's nothing compared to what the end user experience becomes. Because if you can take something, um, some uh, ubiquitous box on the wall that just looks like clutter, and then give it a color, that goes with the either the paint or the furniture or artwork, whatever's in that space, um, maybe it adds to that or it actually just becomes invisible in that space because it blends in. So yeah. um, it's just another added selling feature and, and benefit to our system. Okay. I think that's pretty much a great overview of the company and I don't really want to go that much more into detail because what I'd like to do as, as the roadmap starts to unfold, I'd like to go into greater depth and then talk about newer products maybe later this year. Should you be interested to come back? You could even bring a friend. You know, that would be great. I can talk about new products as they come out and I can bring a friend. <laughs> um, so that being said, I'm sold on the system because I, I've had a little hands-on experience myself uh, with the products. Sometime with you, we've talked about it before, and and I like the idea that we're we're saving on labor, we're saving on so many things. You, any any of your luminaire controllers can be a repeater. Your your range is superior to what's currently on the market from others. You have a 25 year battery life, and when it goes out, I'm going to get an email stating that it's having an issue or a sensor stop communicating, 
and it lets me know before the customer has an issue so I can call and say, hey, you're having an issue in classroom B or you know room 304, I'm gonna be there in this amount of time with the new, the new you know, daylight center, whatever the problem is, I'll be there to fix it. But I don't have to get a phone call from the end user who's having the problem because I'm already gonna have an email first and I get to call them first and be on top of it and, and be the hero, if you will. So you, no worries, we got it, we'll be there. Uh, beyond that, you're cloud-based. You're, typically in the projects that I've seen, Odyssey has been a much lower cost than some of the competition out there, which is always great. Contractors love that. Um, and, yep. and, and like you said, they can get to do the startup themselves. And I think that in itself is one of the bigger things that um, has been an issue with some of the people I've dealt with. You know, whether they're not you know, certified for some of the, the, the really hard coded stuff that you have to write code for, um, Odyssey is different in that it becomes easier. Like you said, you know, simple, simplify it, right? Why does it have to be this big complicated thing when it could just be simple? So here we are, Odyssey right. Wireless. Wow, I wanna buy one of these systems and you should come work for us because you're a really good spokesman. Well, uh, I wouldn't put it past me to, to talk to you later about a job. But that being said, <laughs> since I'm already currently selling your products and I know where to get them, if I am someone listening to the podcast right now that's not me and I'm interested in becoming a dealer or I just want to learn more, what's the best place to, uh, to learn more and reach out? Uh, I, I think the best place is to go straight to our website. At, again, as you said, odysseywireless.com. Uh, you can click on a regional map. Um, uh, or I could put in the plug and you can call me directly if you really want to. Yeah, if so you're I'm, willing to put your information out there, I'd, I'd love to hear it. Absolutely. I'm, I'm local to the market. I, I'm, I live in the Sacramento area and um, local to the West Coast anyways. Uh, and you can reach me. Uh, uh, my email is uh, mark.lockman, L-A-C-H-M-A-N, at idealindustries.com. And if you want to call me and find out more about the product, you can reach me at area code 415-314-5241. Or again, check out the website. You can you can put in an inquiry through the website, and it'll get back to me. Um, and um, I think uh, one thing I, I really want to mention here is, is we talk about all this great technology, and we talk about emerging technologies and companies that are coming on the market and and then going away, and and they're here one day and they're gone the next day. This is a new product. This is a new uh, venture for Ideal. But I think what's really important for your listeners to remember is um, we're backed by Ideal Industries. Uh, again, a family-owned company that's been in business for 101 years. So we're not going anywhere. So when we say we have a five-year DLT warranty and a 25-year battery warranty, we're actually going to be around a lot longer than that, than that warranty expiring. So um, that's something that we really like to hang our hat on, and we're proud to talk about it. And um, I hope that resonates with uh, your listeners. And, um, and again, uh, we, we, uh, you can get information about our, our company uh, through our website, um, or if you're in the whatever market you're in and local electrical distributors um, have access to Odyssey Wireless and we're just uh, happy to help. Everyone, that was Mark, the regional West Coast sales manager for Odyssey Wireless, uh, obviously the parent company being Ideal Industries, a company that's not going anywhere soon, but up. And again, I'll repeat it. Labor-saving, time-saving, money-saving, ease-of-use, simplified 
superior wireless range on its own wireless network or frequency rather it's not the highway there isn't really you know cluttered with other people so that's great and then the fact that any of their luminaire controllers can be a repeater is just mind-blowing other people out there you need to take note and really step your game up so that being said this has been AV Insider. Should you have any questions for Mark, he's giving you his info. Go to odysseywireless.com. If you're more of a social person like myself, you can check them out on Facebook. It's going to be facebook.com forward slash odysseywireless. They're on LinkedIn. You can check them out there. If you like videos and you want to see some of this more stuff, check them out on youtube.com. They're there. They've got their own channel. If you have any questions for me, my email is Johnny J O H N N Y at raypubs.com. If you want to get social, should Twitter still exist tomorrow? I'm at jmoto3 on Instagram, Twitter, not Snapchat. That guy's an imposter. Don't follow him. I'm av underscore insider. And you have my email. Send me some info. You want to send me hate mail, love mail. You want to converse. You want to be a guest. That's my email, johnny at raypubs.com. Everybody, this has been av insider. Mark, thank you so much for being my guest. I'd love to have you back soon. Absolutely, Johnny. It was a pleasure being here, and I uh, look forward to talking to you soon. All right, everybody. We'll catch you on the next episode.